0: Yeah, yeah so so why would they fly a bunch of polar bears over to, to play their <laughs> music <laughs>
1: Welcome back, all you dummies. It's uh, John from Two Dummies and a Microphone. We have Parr from Louisiana Avenue. I found him on Instagram. He is, if y'all know anything about me, I'm a big New Orleans Saints fan from Louisiana. And it was very interesting for me to find an article, um, and we'll get into it, about a Swedish man and them redoing the, the Hoodat song and the way that that they do it. And so this is Parr Stenhammer. And we're gonna be chit-chatting with him today and picking his brain about the the culture and the music in and around New Orleans and how he got involved in that. So Parr, welcome. Appreciate you making some time for us to come on the show.
0: Of course. Thank you. It's 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 an honor. And I'm sitting all the way back in over in Stockholm, Sweden, representing the nice. Huda nation. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> They're all over the world. Yes. So how did you get involved in the, the music and the culture? What drew you to that?
0: So there was for me, there were basically no other options because my dad, uh, Bo Stanhammers, he, um, he founded the Stockholm Jazz uh, Festival. And oh, wow. as, as you know, and as some of your listeners know, the Jazz Fest in New Orleans is a big, big thing. Oh, yeah. And it started way back in the late 60s, early 70s. And my dad was at those festivals early days. So he got so inspired by the culture and the music and the, you know, the rich history that that is obvious in New Orleans and made friends with all with George Wien and the other guys who started and run the festival even now. So he was that inspired by the music and the the the, the, the culture in general. So he took all of that and created his own festivals called obviously the Stockholm Jazz Festival, which later also became a huge deal over here in Europe. Um, So I just, I grew up with having all kinds of musicians around my house and many of them connected uh, directly or indirectly with the culture of New Orleans.
1: Nice. And so you were actually able to come to America and go to a Saints game. How was that? Was that a culture shock for you? Or have you been able to watch American football in Sweden before,
0: well, yeah. As you, it, it, to be honest, American football is not very big in Europe, especially no. <laughs> not in Sweden. Uh, so, but but I, I've actually I've actually had a brother who, who used to play it in like for years. Oh wow! So and he all he, he always bought the NFL Madden games. So uh, you know, and I'm a sports guy, so I like sports and you know the, the competition and the fans and and the, and everything. And y'all Americans, you know how to. And, to, you know, it's it's just it's big ruckus about uh, any game. <laughs> so it, it's, it's, just, it's, it's a fun event. So there was no problem. And the thing is, my dad, um, he is a good friend with one of the popes. The, the, the Yeah, there's some super fans called the popes at uh, the New Orleans games. And he's a friend with one of them. And he was very nice. You know, my dad was very nice to this Keith guy when he came to Sweden way back in the days so he wanted to be you know pay pay him back by yeah. being very nice to me so he took he took me all the way to front row and i had people texting me um you know in sweden where well, what are you doing with the popes you're on tv man what's going on <laughs> and, and that was my first game like 6 years ago um, uh, at the superdome and it was this like hollywood comeback by the saints and everyone was just oh, yeah. yeah it was a wild wild game so since then I've been watching every season and every probably every single game back home over here in Sweden. So so I'm definitely a Who Dad fan right now.
1: There we go, Who Nation. Um Yes. So talking about New Orleans, like what are some of the things that drew you? Like I know that you're you're dead, but the the song, like what made you want to do that?
0: The specific Who Dad song? Yeah. Well, the, the it was just obvious because I I I I'm a Saints fan now, obviously, and I watch every game, and I'm pumped about the season kicking off now and everything. But there is this original Who That song by um, Aaron Neville and some yeah. other New Orleans musicians. That's it's it's fun and it's good, but you know, I, I felt that, that there could be some more life and soul given to that kind of song Mm. so I you know bringing brass into it at that time when that song was written in the 80s it was very popular with electric and midi instruments so it didn't really I think this song even though coming from us but we wanted to put even more New Orleans into that song and into that chant and it's not up to me to judge but it seems like some New Orleans folks and, and, and seems to like it.
1: Oh yeah, no, I I loved it. It's, it was, it's very uh, uplifting. And then the, the trials and tribulations that everyone is going through and especially the people in and around uh, the city of new Orleans, it brings mm. to life everything that's going on and everything that they've been able to overcome. So it was very inspiring mm. for me. And that's one of the reasons why I reached out to you uh, just because I mm. thought it would be cool to be able to talk to the person that, that put the song together.
0: Mm. Yeah. And it's, you know, in, uh, that's the that's the kind of New Orleans music I like. That's because New Orleans it's 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 a very it's hard to say New Orleans music because so much music yes. is New Orleans music. You know, <laughs> yeah. even even bounce music, even you know, there's there's all the the spectrum is big. But this is the this is the New Orleans music I'm talking about with the brass and with the rolling pianos and the you know mm. the 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 groove the the, the street beat and that's. I, I felt you know the the, the current That songs they are most they are most rap hip hop sounds mm-hmm. and that's fine and I I like that too but I wanted to you know rewind it a bit back and you know get the, the 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 old school flavor into it and yeah and that's the that's the kind of music we play in Louisiana Avenue the the more original rhythm and blues funky stuff of New Orleans and um, so we wanted to add that flavor to a that song and. That's what we did.
1: Nice. So, what instruments do you actually
0: play? Well, so this, it's a, it's an eight eight piece band. So, but but I'm I'm uh, I I sing and I I sing and write the songs, and melodies. I I I play some guitars, but I'm not even a guitarist. I I'm busy jumping up and down. You you might have seen the video <laughs> yeah. I'm climbing up, climbing on my very caravan. active. Yeah. So I'm the rowdy. I'm the rowdy guy on front, and then I have my eight-piece band with a full horn section, and yeah, everything, extra everything.
1: How did how did y'all come together? Like, are they are all the band members from Sweden?
0: Yeah, all the members are from Sweden, and it started actually, like. After Jazz Fest, so I've I've been going to New Orleans growing up. But the first time I came to New Orleans, like as an adult, plus twenty one, and being able to, like, see it with an adult's eyes, so to say. (laughs) Uh, uh, No, no, yeah. (laughs) And then coming back after the Jazz Fest twenty twelve, I was so high on and inspired by the culture and the people and you know everything around New Orleans. So I I found myself, I was a musician back then, but I was doing like pop stuff, like commercial stuff. And I felt like this is this is where my this is where I get my kicks. Yeah. So I need to go back and, and and show the people of Sweden, you know, there, there is some sort of there is a Dixie scene, there's a the jazz scene, but there's not I like this the high energy oh, street yeah. beat. Like that, 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 we don't really have that too many bands doing that. So I felt like we, uh, there's definitely a scene for this they they just uh, they just don't know it so <laughs> you gotta bring I, it to, I, them. Have to tell them. I gotta bring it to him and now i've been bringing it to him i've been bringing it to them and like in in eight years now and we've been just you know fighting 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 for this music and, and and culture that we love so dearly and this is probably the well this is the biggest breakthrough we've ever had actually so it's it's just wild to be in the midst of this roller coaster thing.
1: Oh, most definitely. And it's got to be very um like what you're talking about exciting and relieved. Like I I feel like there would be some sort of relief to to make it like cuz every musician's dream is to make it to the to the stage where they're well known or at least I would imagine that it would be. And this is like what you're saying the beginning of it. And it's it's very and awesome that you know, somebody from somewhere else is seeing the culture and is into the culture. And that's one of the things, like I told my wife, like when I die, I want to have a second line procession. And she was like, yeah, just shook her head at me. <laughs>
0: it was just, well, it was just yeah. one well, of those me things. Too. <laughs> me too. Yeah, yeah. Amen.
1: So what, what are some of your favorite things about New Orleans and the the food, the the places that you go, the, what, like, what's your go-to spot?
0: Well and, and that's uh, one of the most classic classic answers about New Orleans, but it, it is this, this the, the melting pot of all of that stuff, that, you know the culture and the, the, the people and the food and the drinks and it's, it's just the mixture. I, I li- I'm a man of contrasts. So I like people. I, I like flavors and I like all kinds. Of, I, I, want, I want a piece of everything. and there's definitely <laughs> a piece, for, a piece of everything and for everyone in that city. And I like to, you know, you can just go one block in the same neighborhood and it's going to be totally different. It's going to be... Oh, yeah. And I, I love that about New Orleans. And, and just the the, the... the the Just obvious this, the hospitality there. Everyone, you know, keeps just inviting you to their house or mm-hmm. saying, hey, well, how are you doing? How are you doing? That's, you know, that's a very un-Swedish thing. It's like the, the opposite of a Swedish uh, way of greeting someone or just facing someone in the streets and hmm. i love that and i try to bring that spirit as well uh, to, to sweden because we need more of that over here we definitely more need more of the new Orleans spirit over here yeah. and and some of my favorite places i i go i've, I've actually played at a, at a place you might know called the maple leaf bar of yeah. town mm-hmm. on oak street yeah uh, because again i've been i've been um, Making friends with my dad's old older friends from his his you know from when he was active, and 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 the next generation of them, and you know playing making music. There's one band called Mo' Fest. It's a it's a it's a band with original members from Professor Longhair, a New Orleans uh, okay. icon, a pianist. So I've been singing his song at at Believe Bar, for example. At, so that's definitely one of my places. I just actually bought a a support brick. You could you could buy bricks to support after the pandemic to support um Maple Leaf Bar to you know to sustain basically. So now I'm gonna have a brick in the wall uh, when with they open name on up it now.
1: Nice with my name on it. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome.
0: Yeah, I'm looking forward to that.
1: That is so cool. Uh, what was the thing I saw on Instagram or on your stories, y'all did uh y'all raised a whole bunch of money for something. What was that?
0: Yeah that's fun. Yeah we did uh, so we we um, we we did it actually as some sort of second line we crashed um uh, the big the biggest TV charity gala we have in Sweden um where they raised like 44 million kroners that would be a couple of million dollars yeah and there was this one segment when because Obviously, these galas and the charity events are all, all usually quite heavy and dark because you know it's it's for something important, but yeah. some tragedy involved and whatever. And they just wanted to something to smack smack someone in the face to like <laughs> wake people up. You know, like like okay, but let's raise some fucking money. Don't be sitting <laughs> on your ass. No, raise your money, and then we we did this a second line where we just basically crashed the gala itself and we're like okay we got two minutes raise as much as you can in two minutes and then we basically raised like five hundred thousand dollars in two minutes good which night. was like a wild thing. yeah oh for yeah, sure that was fun. and what did yeah. that go to uh it's kids uh, kids around the world basically okay. with, with in, not not in sweden because obviously the general situation is quite good here in sweden but 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 like uh, kids around the world
1: yeah. Well, that's awesome, man.
0: Congratulations. And that's, that's, thank you. Thank you. And that's also what we do with uh, the um, the Who That song, all the proceeds, because, you know, we want to support the culture that we love and not only like take advantage of it and use it. So 100% of the um, streaming revenues from this song will for the first year go to uh, the New Orleans Musicians Clinics. Oh, wow. Uh, who, who like help the, the community of musicians in, in New Orleans. So uh, that's also an, a nice thing. And that's even better now that it's something's going happening around the song that we can actually even contribute some.
1: Oh yeah. Most definitely. That is awesome. So what is it like in Sweden? Like I know I, I've been to, I'm in the, the U S Navy. And so, I mean, I've been to a lot of the Asian countries. I've been to Denmark, uh, but I've never been to Sweden. I've always heard good things about Sweden. Uh, what is it like over there?
0: Well so yes yeah, Sweden is a beautiful beautiful place. Uh it, again I'm a man of contrasts and you definitely get contrasts here because we we're, we're so far up north so that we really you know we experience a proper winter. We okay. get proper snow and it's def- it's cold and the downside with that uh, is that it's 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 quite dark during like the second half of the year so so from until now to basically like march the sun doesn't really come up as much to be honest and that's that's a tough thing but on the other hand on during summer it never sets so that's at certain places so it's like a weird a, a weird place but, but but star especially stockholm where i grew up and where i come from is this scenic old city it's over seven 750 years old with. dang the 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 old town has you know a lot of history i was just actually today i was going i was having lunch and i just i just took pictures all over the old town because even though i've been living here now 34 years as old as i am it's it's just so beautiful not to like appreciate the, the the environments around you and that's 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 a big thing here over in europe and especially in in an old established town like stockholm you you can find so many beautiful old, old and architecture. And it's it's just a scenic, beautiful city with lots of water around it. You could, you could go, you know, around with a boat through the city. And so so it's, it's, it's a, it's a mid-sized town with like one, one and a half million people. So it's some sort of, there's definitely a pulse of city life, but just 10 minutes out of the city, you can have, you know, you can go to the woods and go cross skiing or whatever.
1: Yeah. So you grew up skiing and playing out in the snow and doing all the snow sports.
0: Yeah. Especially. So Stockholm is relatively uh, South in Sweden. Sweden is a very long stretch country. Mm -hmm. So, so uh, we're not a lot of people, but it's, it's a lot of, you know, it's, it's a big country still. So uh, far up North, you have snow pretty much like, six months of the year where wow. as a uh, like the southern sweden you might not even get snow uh, so it's, it's 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 a big difference but yeah when it's a a winter a proper winter in Stockholm, <laughs> there's definitely all kinds of snow racers out there and we even got it just a, a, a hill in the central parts of Stockholm where you can actually ski um you
1: yeah, know mike we live in washington right now my kids love to to go out and when it actually snows and they'll just keep bobsledding and building snowmen and all types of that stuff
0: yeah nice and do you get that like two three months a year or just oh
1: no it's like uh up here it's probably uh once a year for maybe a two or three days that we'll have a whole bunch of snow before Ah, yeah no it's not it's not it's not that bad it's not a
0: proper winter
1: no not a proper winter, which i'm thankful for especially being from louisiana like i i hate being cold
0: yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but what's some of your favorite food from uh from the city?
0: So, favorite food. Yeah, that's a good question. I remember once when I I met my now friend Christopher Lynch. He he used to be um, a head chef at a place called Etchafalaya, uh, close to the Mississippi River and he was out on the on the sidewalk uh, making um, oysters. But he, okay. but, but he, it, they were charcoaled, and he had parmesan and uh, you know lemon, and he, the the way we we met and we had that interaction, and I had that just gorgeous food, I was one of the best uh, best experiences, uh, and then obviously I I'm a big fan of shrimp and grits, <laughs> I love the, the place next to. The place next to uh, oak, um, uh, maple leaf is called Giacomo's. They okay. have all the, yeah. flavors, there. all the, all the, I love the barbecue shrimp. Well, obviously all seafood, you know, yeah. and you, you can get all seafood down there and it's, it's going to be good. The gumbo jambalaya red beans. I love going to Vaughn's lounge on a Monday, just having, you know, the, the, the red beans, and uh, i i just love i just love how it just sits there it's not it's not even a cover but they have this huge pot of red beans Mm -hmm. which is just yeah for the community and and there's usually a live gig going on with world class musician just because they live around the corner is just insane
1: yeah that's one of the funny things you know i used to skip school and we would drive across the lake and go into the city and just seeing all the musicians that live in new Orleans, you know, I mean, they're not in these big fancy mansions. They're not, uh, exiling themselves away. They live and breathe inside the city and they're there inside the yeah. culture, living it every day.
0: Yeah. 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 It's beautiful. It's, and that's why I love those. Well, gentrification is obviously happening uh, there as well, but there are still like proper neighborhoods where, mm-hmm. where you can really find the soul and the spirit of new Orleans as such as certain areas of Bywater and and the Treme and Uptown. There are still some very, very cool neighborhoods. Yeah, it sounds like you've been all over down there. Well, yeah, I think I've been there now (laughs) like 15 15 times, 20 times or something. So it's it's my second home, New Orleans.
1: Yeah. Have you ever made it down to Mardi Gras?
0: I have actually. So, so usually I, since my dad made all these trips to, to jazz fest, that was like priority and it's, it's a long way coming from Sweden. So it was a hard time getting both, both Mardi Gras and jazz fest since they're so close together. Mm -hmm. But um, actually I was at the very last one now when just when the pandemic was about to hit. So late February, 2020. And that was my first Mardi Gras when there were just like, if we, if it would have been like one week later, they would probably just shut everything down already, yeah. but they, they, they let that one go. And I don't know in the retrospect if it was good, but it was fun as hell.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's one of the things that everybody, I think everybody should at least experience that once in their lifetime, just go down there and see everything that there is to see.
0: Yeah. And it's just, it's just, it's, it's wild. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have Mario, obviously all, all day, every day, because it's wild, it's a ride, but, you know, to get that spirit and, and, and everyone, everyone comes to life with all their colors and their costumes. And again, the hospitality is just through the roof. Everyone is just inviting everyone to your house or whatever. It's, there's nothing like it.
1: Oh yeah. And then the high school bands that they have that old March in the Parades are just phenomenal
0: yeah 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 i was yeah there is every every big high school band you see you know one is just better than the other it's insane yeah and that that's the thing we don't we don't have that in in, in sweden or in europe i would say in general and that's quite unique with with new orleans as well because if if, if you have if you want to be cool over here you, you either you're good at sports or you play the guitar or um you, you can do whatever but if you're if you want to be cool in New Orleans, you either play like football or you play the trombone. Yeah, <laughs> and, and trombone, trombone is not a cool thing over here at all. That, that will well if you if you're like 25, 30 and you're really good, then it's gonna become cool over here. But yeah. in New Orleans, it's already cool if you're ten and then you 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 know rocking the the bone. Oh yeah. So that's that's a big cultural difference.
1: Yeah. Good times. I'm just remembering everything that I used to do. <laughs> it's been so long since I've actually been home. I think it was probably probably about two or three years ago that I've actually been back home. I think oh okay yeah, it's been a while
0: did you did you play at all what did you do
1: growing up? Oh wow no uh, I when I was in middle school, I played the trumpet for a year and then I played the drums for a year and then I got into playing soccer. And then I just, mm-hmm. and then was sports the rest of the time. But I always like to, I've always been into music. Uh, my dad was never really uh, into into music. He'd always listen to talk radio or they'd put on the, the classical music. And I always think that it's funny. I was listening to somebody talk the other day. When you and I get into their, to our 60s and 70s, we're going to be listening to the same type of music that we're listening to now. Vice, mm. well, your dad's a little bit different because he was already listening to to jazz and playing jazz. But my parents didn't listen to my style of music. And it's going to be funny when my yeah. kids are older. They're going to be like, dang, dad, you're over here listening to this heavy metal or the hip-hop and R&B yeah. and all this other yeah, yeah. stuff. <laughs> it is, We're going to have the same taste in music
0: yeah 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 definitely <laughs> but um so, well wow, that's interesting so do you play have you you been playing soccer because that's always that's the biggest sport over here
1: oh yeah no i played soccer from the time i was five until uh about 16 or 17 when i graduated uh high school and then i'll my kids play so i'll go out there and play with them but i, I don't play in an adult league or anything right now just i have three kids so okay. i don't have time for yeah. for much of anything
0: okay. yeah so so in in New Orleans again is is that is that do you have to play any any instruments growing up in school or how does that work?
1: Uh, we did, or at least I remember we had to. We always had a music class in.
0: Okay.
1: It was just a a class or a, a, that we took while we were in school.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Why well, are y'all required when y'all are in school or?
0: well yeah we have music class as well it, um, but i would just imagine it, it it could if it could have been different in new Orleans, since it's so rich in culture and music if it's like a different way of teaching there that you have to do a year on the on, on an instrument or whatever
1: yeah from what i like that was i'm 35 so that's a long time ago for me to remember yeah
0: <laughs> remember yeah. back in third yeah. and fourth grade but i yeah.
1: there was times that we did have music that were that it was an actual class and not something that you could volunteer to go into Mm -hmm. so do you have anything uh upcoming that you want to plug to get out to the listeners uh
0: well yeah well i would encourage everyone to to uh to read that link you should link that novel article because i was i'm just so proud of it and i think it was uh... very, very well written by this keith Sparrow and how he like he took the, 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 the history of my family and my dad who's been coming to, to the, the Jazz Fest all these years. And it was just a, it, just, it was very tasteful. So I was very happy with that interview. And, and that really paints a picture of the relationship I have with the city. And obviously also showcases the the, the song and the story behind the that song that now is going viral on Saints forums around the world. And on the, the video has hit like hundreds. 30,000 views in just a couple of days, which is just wild.
1: Yeah. So where can people, when are you coming back to America with Louisiana Avenue?
0: Uh, so, well, that's, that's the thing that, the, well, that's probably the thing I could ask for, or like, if anyone knows anyone in the saints organization, I need to get in. Well, they probably didn't know of the song already. Definitely, oh, for sure. <laughs> um, we need to, we need to play there. We need to play either in the in like a halftime thing or at the championship sh- uh, championship square where they have the pre parties tailgating things or whatever i'm 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 just pumped of getting over over there now and to get this thing to to keep this ball rolling
1: oh for sure so what do you have up and coming for us and like what new do you have new uh, songs in the works like what's what's what yeah. wheels are turning in your brain
0: well, there's actually I'm I'm a I'm a creative and go-getter kind of guy, so there's always all kinds of wheels spinning in my head. <laughs> uh, so I so that there's definitely this big big thing is obviously the Houdet the Houdat song, and you know to to keep the ball rolling and keep it while it's hot, go over there and just make noise. Uh, and then on the other hand, we also have some some touring going on in Europe, so I'll have to obviously plan for that. But as it is right now, I'm I'm just I'm trying to put everything aside because I just want to go with to my band with my band to New Orleans and and play a pre-party thing or you know trying to to make you know to get it there because New Orleans is so they're so protective with their culture they 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 yeah. they're, they're very they don't let anyone in especially if you know if you haven't lived in it or through it. It's very hard to to burst the bubble and, and 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 be accepted. So that's what I've been fighting with, you know, all these years. And now to get to get this this kind of you know triple A recognition is just wild. And, and there's no option of not, you know, going with it. So that 95% of my head is how do I get to the Superdome in the fastest way? <laughs> <laughs> I think
1: that's everybody's uh, outlook right now, It's how to get to the Superdome the fastest. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it's funny that you say that uh that they're weary of outsiders especially with the history that your father has with Jazz Fest but that you have with Jazz Fest the the people that you know I I feel like they would in be more welcoming to to having y'all over there.
0: Well th- to be honest that's definitely like for, yeah as you say it and as with your perspective and the perspective that my my dad and his friends and the musician friends of New Orleans who knows the story, all of them. This is like they all have open arms. I just know in general it's it's hard to really to to get in the news or get gigs or whatever because you know they have some the world's best musicians around. Yeah, yeah. So so why would they fly a bunch of polar bears over to to play <laughs> their music? <laughs> that doesn't make sense. And, and I respect that, but. But this is obviously a unique thing with this song, you know, hitting so many people. Um, so, so they might might have to this time.
1: Yeah, yeah. If not, we'll just shove our way in the door. I'll do whatever
0: I can yeah, yeah, to get yeah, y'all yeah. down there. <laughs> we'll
1: just come yeah. bust it in. <laughs>
0: yeah, well, that's what that's what we're looking at. That's the like that's the plan B, just to go there very late at night and and play even for yourself. <laughs> <laughs>
1: whoever's watching
0: yeah 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 just just being able to say that we played in the superdome
1: oh yeah might just have to yeah. break in and get in there
0: yeah
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> but no this has been fun i really uh really enjoyed uh being able to sit down and talk with you and like what we were saying go and check out louisiana avenue tag the new who that song and whatever that you're playing get the name out there make sure that whatever you're doing you're tagging uh, louisiana avenue on instagram i don't know are y'all on tiktok
0: we're on tiktok and instagram so use the audio the audio is on there
1: yeah and then i'll probably uh with your permission use the audio for the beginning of the for the intro for the podcast please okay and then uh but as always um you can find the podcast or wherever you listen to podcasts apple stitcher podcaster if you want to drop us a line go to two dummies uh, two dummies podcast at gmail.com you can find us on facebook instagram reddit twitter two dummies podcast uh and appreciate all the support likes loves and listens make sure to subscribe to louisiana avenue and give them some love and go check them out and hit that like and subscribe button for wherever you listen to the podcast but par it's been a pleasure i really appreciate you taking out your uh, some of your bedtime time before you uh, <laughs> go to bed to sit down and talk with us
0: well it was definitely my pleasure i just love it. it's the best thing i can do talking about new orleans and the culture and how how proud i am to to having this recognition it's yeah it's my pleasure uh, i appreciate
1: it well i hope you get some good rest tonight and then uh best of luck to you and your adventure.
0: All right, you too, bro.